Chapter 8 of the Mary Frances Sewing Book. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Mary Frances Sewing Book by Jane Eyre Fryer. Sewing Bird Fairy Lady. Mary Frances worked very hard whenever she could find a minute, and the next lesson day, she proudly showed Sewing Bird a sampler like this picture. Oh, Diddy Dumdi, Diddy Dee, that sampler certainly pleases me. You did it alone? Well, I declare, what perfect stitches you have there! sang the little bird, hopping, fluttering, gurgling, and spreading her wings joyously over Mary Frances's work, very much the way a spring robin careens over an early worm. Mary Frances was very happy. Now, Swing Bird, my dear teacher, please tell me what I am to learn next, asked Mary Frances, finishing the row of cross-stitching. Indeed I will, indeed I will, just watch a while, my little Bill, and I to you will quickly tell, and you will quickly do and well, this lesson coming next. With these words, the little bird leaned over the edge of the table and stuck her bill into the drawer beneath. Then she pulled out a long sheet of paper. Oh, gasped Mary Frances. What is that, dear teacher? That, said Sewing Bird, shaking her wings, is a model for you to follow in making. 15. Grand Sampler on Canvas Cut a piece of canvas 12 inches by 9 inches and follow as exactly as you can the picture on the next page. Won't it be beautiful? exclaimed Mary Frances. I'll do it and all the pretty colours. I have almost every shade of mercerized working cotton here. Yes, said Swing Bird. Your grandma took a prize at Permission Country Fair with a pretty sampler like the picture lying there. If you work yours right, it will be a prettier thing. That well may win a prize from our merry Thimble King. All right, laughed Mary Frances. I'll work from time to time on the Grand Sampler. But, Swing Bird, will you tell me, please, are you, aren't you a real fairy? You seem so like a fairy come true. Dear little miss, I'll give you a secret to keep. Put your hand over your eyes and don't dare to peep. Now, you may take away your hand. Behold, a lady from Thimbleland. When Mary Frances opened her eyes, there sat the loveliest, sweetest little fairy lady on the edge of the table in place of Swing Bird. Only Mary Frances noticed her lips looked very much like the bill of a bird. Oh, 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 gasped Mary Frances in surprise. Oh, really, truly, oh me. Oh dear, how perfectly lovely. You lovely. Now, Mary Frances, dear, ready for the lesson? Smiled the little lady in the same flute-like voice as sewing birds. Miss Fairy, said Mary Frances, trembling with joy. I'll do my very best, but please, what may I call you? Just shut your eyes and not a word. My name you have so often heard. It's known to, but a very few. But I'll show my name to you. When Mary Frances opened her eyes, there sat her grandmother's sewing bird. You dear little bird, 
she exclaimed. I know now you are the fairy and I know the fairy's name is Sewing Bird. Just so, just so, just so, just so, sang Sewing Bird. Now quickly shut your eyes and then the fairy lady will come again. And again came fairy lady. Oh, laughed Mary Frances. Dear Sewing Bird fairy lady, please wait a minute. And running out of the room, she brought back her doll's rocking chair and put it on the table. Please be more comfortable, she said. Thank you very much, dear child, said Fairy Lady. Now for work. Cut a piece of unbleached muslin nine inches long and five and one half inches wide. Good, she exclaimed as Mary Frances held up the muslin properly cut. Pencil, the fairy called. With a bound. A yellow lead pencil, which lay on the machine, sprang over the table and made a funny little stiff bow to Sewing Bird Fairy Lady, who picked up a big bodkin and, using it as a scepter, touched him, saying, Mark off the muslin as I told you. To Mary Frances's amazement, pencil marked off the muslin like this. You may retire, said Fairy Lady. Thank you. And Mary Frances, child? You may sew the muslin very much as you did the canvas sampler with that finer red DMC cotton number 12. Am I to be forgotten? Came a tinkling sound from Mary Frances's basket as she started to sew. Who is that? asked Mary Frances, peeping over the edge. I'm Thimble, exclaimed a wee little voice. And the reason I always wear my helmet is that I want to ear my sword. As Mary Frances lifted him out, I beg your majesty's pardon, said the little fellow, turning to Sewing Bird Fairy Lady. But perhaps Miss Mary Frances doesn't understand that all needles are my swords. He thinks himself so brave a soldier, laughed Sewing Bird Fairy Lady, when all the time he's perfectly useless by himself. But he's a great help, said Mary Frances. I don't see how I could sew without him. Good, said Fairy Lady, but he'll be prouder than ever. That's all for today. Next lesson, we'll make something for your dolly to use. Oh, how lovely, exclaimed Mary Frances, finishing her last stitches. What is it? Oh, well, oh, well, oh, I bet not tell, oh, but something she can use real well. Oh, now for today, farewell, farewell, oh, and as Mary Frances looked up from her work, there was the empty rocking chair. And her grandmother, Swing Bird, was sitting on its perch on the table. End of chapter 8. Read by Lakshmi.